Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. If you feel like you shouldn't share it, you probably should. (laughs) Yeah. It's so liberating. It's so liberating to just, you're just that you're just more of who who you are. And then you'll really see people who want to work with you for you versus Mm -hmm. this fucking bright, shiny, perfect Instagram feed. I don't have a perfect feed. I don't give a shit. I just be more of you. Then you'll see. It's like when you're dating a guy, Mm. right? You can just put on this front like, oh, I'm this girl that's going to fuck around and like I'm just the cool girl like no I'm not the cool girl at all I was never cool <laughs> I never wanted to be like anybody else but myself but the more you you are the more you that you are the more you will you will attract people who want the that newness not just some like oh she's gonna make my life look perfect like I'm not gonna make your life look perfect but I'll have right. you have a really good relationship and honest relationship with yourself mm-hmm. and isn't that worth something you know what I mean so it's like just be more of you if you think you shouldn't share it you probably should Hello and welcome to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar, former therapist, now turned on-camera confidence and content creation coach, and a first-generation Indian immigrant woman on a relentless mission to bring you simple and tangible actions and advice to help you step up your life and business. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest and realest people I know in mental and emotional health, marketing, and business to help you get out of your head and get moving. And now it's time for another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. One question that I get asked a lot um, by my members in um, my community is really how to share their story without like telling everything, right? Because it's really not about... um, It's not about like sharing a biography, right? I kind of look at storytelling as a memoir, right? It's it's like, what do you need to know to understand like me and understand what I'm about and how my story is actually related to your story? And so I'm really excited because this is a question that I get asked a lot. And so I want to be able to give you the best information possible. And as I was kind of thinking about um, how I want to answer this, I remembered that I actually did an entire interview with the the women over at the She Shines podcast. Um, and they did a really good job of just asking me really how to be an expert brand storyteller, which I is one thing that I think I've done really well. And I've done it from a, a pretty young age. In fact, in high school, I wanted to win best hair and I won uh, biggest storyteller. So go figure, come in full circle here. So I am very excited to be um, sharing with you a podcast uh, interview that I did a few months ago with uh, over on the She Shines podcast, um, and we talked all about 
brand storytelling, I go into my own um, story, of course, but what I really want you to pay attention to is how I share my story, right? Because when you're going through something, like something heavy and something deep, that may not always be the best time for you to share that publicly. I would recommend talking about it with a therapist, talking about it with a few trusted friends, colleagues, family members. But if you find that putting it out on social media is actually going to make you more nervous or anxious about it, I wouldn't do that. I would not do that to myself, right? And so when when you when you start to share your story, you really want to be um, asking yourself a few key questions. And in the episode that I'm going to be um, sharing with you that I, I recorded a few months ago as an interview where I was being interviewed, we go over a few things. We go over the number one block that people experience sharing their story online. We also go through how to find your voice as an online storyteller, how to get over the fear of what others think. I mean, man, if I could, if I could just teach you how to get over the fear of what other people think, I don't know. I, I would... Uh, yes, my uh, that is my mission in life is to help people really get over the fear of what other people think. And we also go over how to find meaningful work as a multi-passionate woman. If you are someone who really has a lot of passions and you kind of don't know where to begin, we go through that in this episode too um, that I'm going to be sharing with you. And you might be wondering, um, you might not be wondering, but I'm going to share anyway. Voss, why do you keep, uh, well, you know, I've, I've shared a bunch of um, repurposed interviews because here's the thing. I have had the uh, honor and the privilege of being on a lot of people's podcasts where I think when I'm in the interviewee seat and I'm being interviewed, some of my best content comes through my interviews when I'm being interviewed. And so um, it's really important for me that I share that with you because I, I want to give you the best. I want you to give, I want you to get the best of me. And so I know that my interviews that I've done on other people's podcasts are just pure gold and pure fire. And I just, I really want to share them with you. So Without further ado, we're going to get into today's episode from the She Shines podcast that I was on a few months ago, where I talk about how to become uh, an expert brand storyteller. So thank you and enjoy today's episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Well, let's go ahead and just dive in, Vasavi. If you could tell us a bit about your background, just so our, our listeners, ladies out there can get to get to know you even better. Absolutely. So uh, I was born and raised on Long Island, New York, um, and I'm a strong first island. Gener- <laughs> strong island. I'm a first generation Indian immigrant. My parents came here in the '70s. Um, I was very lucky to be raised in a house where we talked about a lot of things, and I, I grew up in a very loving house. And I think that uh, it's funny because I, I usually when I do these interviews, I don't usually say I grew up in a very loving house, but as I've gotten older and I really look at the person that I've become, I, I really do owe a lot of that to my parents upbringing and how they really taught my sister and I to, uh, care for people and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, kindness and empathy is not something that, that isn't really focused on, right? We, we teach, you know, we're, we're taught to succeed. We're taught how to gain approval from people. We're taught how to shut the fuck up and not rock the boat and not cause conflict and, you know, um, just stay out of trouble. And I was raised in a house where kindness and empathy and being good to people, all, every type of person was something that was instilled in my head from a very young age. So but one thing that I was not trained or raised to do was learn how to love myself. And I think that's because a lot of people do not know how to love themselves. And so I've had to learn that for myself. Uh, Like I said, I I, I grew up in a house with both my parents being immigrants. Their work ethic was stellar, incomparable. 
And um, because of that, you know, I've always been a striver, right? I, I have the two degrees. I have an Ivy League education, my master's in social work, master's in education. I'm a, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, they always really um, encouraged me to go after my crazy ass ideas, you know? Yes. So <laughs> moved to Austin to be a plant-based chef and been on TV for the past 10 years on and off and started my podcast, started my business, you know, back in 2010. And traditionally the Indian households, right? It's like daughters get married. Or they, they become doctors, they're in science, mm-hmm. or the, you know, my sister's older sister is a doctor. And I did a lot of what I think was prescribed uh, as like what would be like a good Indian girl, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, I got the Ivy League education. I got married when I was 28 and I promptly got divorced, you know, three and a half years later. But what I really want everyone listening to know is that who I am today, which I'd have to say is pretty fucking amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I really, really respect who I am as a person. Who I am today is not only a result of how I was raised, but it's all the mistakes that I've made, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, while I think it's really good, and obviously I'm, I'm here to, you know, share what I know and my content, and of course I'm going to tell you that I'm educated and I look great on paper, which I do. I have like a spotless resume, you know, and I'm a very like, a, you know, diverse resume and filled with all these things, but really the person that I am today is a direct result of all the unhealthy choices that I made, and so... I didn't just wake up one day and decide, oh, I'm going to learn to love myself. That came about as uh, so many years of self-loathing and, and disrespect mm-hmm. and uh, so many instances in which I abandoned and betrayed myself. And um, as human beings, you know, we're, we're confronted with many choices and the choice is to either stay the same, you know, get busy living or get busy dying. And so I, I died for a very long time. My soul died for a very long time. And so now by mm-hmm. the grace of God, I'm I'm here and uh, I'm almost um, 18 months sober, year and a half sober. Congratulations. That's a huge part of my story Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. um, while I always really reached for the external to feel good about myself, so degrees, marriage, men, Mm -hmm. money, none of that was ever lacking in my life. The one thing that I could never get from outside of me was true peace and uh, confidence in myself and deep trust in myself that I got this. I got mm-hmm. me, you know, and so one of my default go-tos to deal with my own insecurities and pain in life was drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So um, I spent, after I got divorced in my 30s, I spent four years of my 30s, I'm not 38, uh, I got very heavily addicted to cocaine and alcohol because I was dating a guy who was an addict, note to self, do not date someone who's fresh out of rehab. <laughs> um, and so I really had to learn a very hard lesson not once, not twice, because I've been to rehab twice, is that I really abandoned myself in many of my romantic relationships so that I could feel like I was something, you mm-hmm. know, like I, like, you know, only through a man's attention that I feel like I was worth something. And so, I mean, that's really who I am today is not only, like I said, a byproduct of everything, but mm-hmm. if I had to owe it to anything, like any one thing, it would definitely be my recovery and my sobriety mm-hmm. and not reaching for mind-altering substances to deal with the everyday happenings of, of uh, being a human being. Mm-hmm. Amazing. How, how has all that, you know, shaped what, what you do, kind of your, your purpose today? I mean, you, you just, you have such an impactful mission and you help women on so many levels, which we're definitely going to get into in a bit, but how, how did you get from there to here? Like, I'm just, you know, where's, where's that connection? Mm-hmm. So 
on the professional front, right? I've been running my business for 10 years and mm -hmm. I've always been great at business. I've always been great at marketing myself uh, because I truly believe in what I have to say and how I can help others. The biggest struggle for me had been my own personal life, which I'm sure you see uh, with a lot of women entrepreneurs that, you know, they might, you might have all the strategy in the world, but strategy ain't shit if your mindset is fucked. Right. And so that's <laughs> yes. like, here I was <laughs> helping people with their personal lives and their businesses. And, you know, here I am, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with my own personal life and just not getting it handled because mm -hmm. the money was too good. The success was too good. It's mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm mm -hmm. fine because everything on the outside is looking good. I don't mm -hmm. need to really you know, develop a morning routine. I don't need to worry about my habits. I, 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 I can, I can deal with that later. Right. Because I was so caught up with the outside. Um, and so how, how that's translated is I help women get very honest with themselves because we as women are very comfortable with settling. We are very comfortable with settling. We are very okay with making excuses for things just not being the way we want them to be. We're just, you know, we, 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 we make excuses and we, and we settle in our own lives because we, that's what society has trained us to do, right? Society mm -hmm. has told us that we are not as good as men. We are weak. We, we, you know, we, we are powerless. We need to be the damsel in distress. Our sole purpose in life is to get married and pop out kids. Like we're literally trained, trained to believe this from a very young age. And so mm -hmm. for me, my sobriety, I would not have gotten and stayed sober, right? The getting sober part is easy, right? Um, mm -hmm. The staying sober part is the hard part because then mm -hmm. you got to deal with all your junk. Mm -hmm. um, I did that solely through developing a relationship with myself and being 1000% honest with myself and also having, um, being willing to ask for help and having that community. And so mm -hmm. from that recovery process and sobriety, like I had to get my, my shit straight first, I've been able mm -hmm. to create, you know, my membership community. I have a mastermind for coaches and therapists and service-based entrepreneurs. I have a podcast. It's like everything that I have in my life today is a direct result of my sobriety. Um, and so that's, you know, first and foremost, when any woman comes to me, I always ask her, why do you want what you want? Why haven't you gotten it yet? Mm -hmm. And what, what is it that you want? Cause we're not trained to ask ourselves what I want. So what, sure. what, what we want. So, um, it's, it's all interconnected, right? Because I, I'm no good to anybody if my shit stinks. Like, <laughs> sure. so I had to get my shit straight and be unshakable within myself so that I could really be that pillar of support for the people in my life, for my clients and you know, the people in my life. Yeah. That's amazing. We're so happy that you're touching on this topic because this is our theme for the month in, in the Academy is really that inner work, that mindset, that confidence, because working with multi-passionate women, you know, you are pulled in so many directions and facets of your life. And it is so easy. Like you said, to just, run on autopilot just to look to the external and yeah. you forget about that internal work. Like, like you said, mm -hmm. and I love the three things that really stood out to me was you said, get honest with yourself, ask for help and tap into a community. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just like a beautiful <laughs> mantra for, for everything that you're doing mm -hmm. within your life. Like get honest. Is this where I want to be? Why do I want this? Is this what I want? You know, at, we're always advocates for asking for help, even if you don't think yeah. you need it. <laughs> Yes, that's the thing. And yeah. the belief that women have is like, oh, I should have figured it out by, by now. It's like, shit, if you were able to figure it out by now, you would have. Why are right. struggling? Absolutely. Like, stop. Like, listen, yes. I'm gonna, I want everyone to hear this. I have a huge ego. 
that I have to tame everything. Like being this fabulous is a 24-7 job. I have to keep myself in check and yes. like every single day. So you better believe that like I do have people that I go to. My mother is someone that never has bullshitted me ever. It hurts how direct she is with me, but she's the reason why I'm so honest. Mm -hmm. with myself because she would always just be like stop lying and like of course I lied all the time because I was terrified of my mother she's an immigrant <laughs> Indian woman you know she's terrifying but it, 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 being honest with yourself first and foremost being like mm -hmm. even if you can't be honest with somebody else definitely just having that quiet moment and reflecting and being like fuck this is hard how do I do this and just be like who can I ask you just you gotta you gotta train your brain to be like mm -hmm. who do I ask for help how, mm -hmm. Like, how can I solve this problem? Because the same mind that created the problem is not the same mind that can solve the problem. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's just not going to work. Like I, mm -hmm. I kept trying to get sober. Like I, and my, my cocaine addiction got progressively worse. It was like one day a week, let's just party on a Friday. Mm -hmm. And then it's Tuesday night. And I'm like, why am I getting fucked up? Like it got worse and worse. And I mm -hmm. kept trying to like moderate. And I kept trying to like, you know, use willpower. And it's like, no, we're talking about a disease of the mind. That's what addiction mm -hmm. is. So I had to get professional help. I went to residential rehab, not once, but twice. And second time it stuck. Mm -hmm. My point is like, there is nothing wrong with admitting. I don't know what I'm doing and I need help. Like if you can just train yourself, if that's the one mm -hmm. thing you get from this conversation, like the rest of your life, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it'll be a lot simpler to navigate the shit that you're going through in your life, in your business. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm. That's so true. No, we, and we're, like Alex said, just huge advocates for, I mean, that's literally why we have this platform is because we were so tired of having that feeling like we are doing this by ourselves. That's how we became friends is being like, Hey girl, I need help. Can you help me? And just that, that, you know, having community with each other and then wanting to expand that to, to others. Cause you're so right. Like there are things you just, anything, name mm. it, but you mm -hmm. don't need to do it by yourself. Yes. <laughs> Chances mm -hmm. are it's not yeah. something, unless it's just getting honest with yourself, like you said. And you know, that, that I feel like it's such a huge component of, of what you do is really help women specifically get, get super honest with themselves so that they're able to, to show up as themselves and tell their story in, in the online space. And that's yes. something we're, we're going to dive into is, is telling your story authentically online, which you've just done such a beautiful <laughs> yes. job of. We just want to thank you for your, your transparency, your honesty, yes, like so that much. alone is going to impact so many. So if, if you like kind of, I don't know, zoned out for a second, go back, <laughs> listen to her rewind. story, like, please rewind, mm -hmm. <laughs> listen to Vasavi's story. So we, you know, when it comes to telling your story, especially in the online space, there's so much out there that we're consuming on a daily basis. We don't know what's real, what's fake news, like yeah. anymore. What is, what is the number one issue or, or block that you see your community experience and what advice do you, do you give them to help get past that? Let's take a quick break. Having been in therapy since the age of 12, I know firsthand just how powerful the process of finding the right therapist is. Going to therapy and talking things out with my therapist has made me happier, clearer, and most importantly, I have a plan for my mental health. I have tools to be able to communicate with others and also the tools to cope when life gets hard, which it does. So let me ask you a question. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, 
therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with the therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing out about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. I don't know where I would be without the help of therapy and my therapist, but I do know that life would feel that much harder. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. The number one thing that gets in the way of women showing up fully, women sharing their story, sharing their vulnerabilities, putting themselves out there, is they give too many fucks about what people think. Their family, their friends, strangers on the internet. Just yesterday, I posted my ass on my Instagram feed. Okay. <laughs> Literally it was me up against my bed with my ass out. I had underwear on. I had a new photo shoot done yesterday. And I said to my photographer, I said to her, can you just like take some photos of me? Cause I've been working out. Like I kind of wanted to see what I look like. And so yes. We just photos. yes. And I realized like how good I actually felt in my body. Not because I'd lost a little weight and I toned up, but just like from the inside, I felt really good. Like mm-hmm. as a, as a person, I felt good. And no, I don't have a size four, two, six body, whatever, but I'm soft and whatever, but I love how I feel mm-hmm. um, about myself as a person and that I'm taking care of myself. So I recorded a podcast episode yesterday on good Indian girls and how we're trained to fear and loathe and be ashamed of our bodies. And mm-hmm. I posted this photo of my ass out on Instagram <laughs> And of course I was terrified of what my mother would say, of what my father, they both follow me on Instagram. I was worried about what they would say. I was worried I was going to hear a mouthful from my mother. And I said, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm, this, is, this is me being more of me. This is me not being ashamed anymore of my body. This is me not thinking I'm some sort of whore for putting my body out there, right? All the conditioning that we've been taught. Mm-hmm. And so that's what stops us, right? Is we're worried about what people think. And we just let that define everything instead of being like, okay, I'm nervous about what Aunt Mary is going to say. I'm nervous about what this stranger on the internet is going to say. Then you got to dig a little bit deeper. Okay, what are we really afraid of? Okay, we're afraid mm-hmm. they're going to think we're stupid. They're going to think that we're, we're being too much. We're going to be, and then it's like really just asking you, you got to keep digging and being like, is it really true? Is it really right. true? Mm-hmm. And then what, what you'll see, it, it is just nothing more than your mind trying to keep you small and protected. That's mm-hmm. it. That, that's all it is. Everything that our mind just wants us to do, our ego just wants to keep us safe and small, not deal with rejection, not deal with pushback, not deal with anyone not liking us. That is the sole function of your ego is to keep you disconnected from others and from yourself. Mm. And the minute you see that, then it's like, fuck it, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, mm. I have no idea how people were going to respond to my ass, but I don't do it for <laughs> the people. I don't yeah. do it for anybody. I do it because I'm committed to my full expression of myself. That is number one for me is mm. that 
what parts of myself am I hiding? And by the way, huge difference. Like there are certain things in my life that I keep absolutely private. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's just certain things. It's not for everybody. And that's my, that's my boundary. And then there are certain things in my life that I'm like, is this going to provide value mm. for me? Is it going to provide value for my audience? Because I use Instagram solely for business. I do not use it to make new friends. I do not use it to scroll. I use it solely for business. And so I'm using solely for business. What I put out there is my marketing. That's mm -hmm. me marketing myself. That's me marketing my podcast, my membership community. So just having a very clear intention as to how you're using social media. And if you're not using it, to gain likes, followers, engagement, save shares and all that stuff, which matters, I guess. But if you, if you get clear on, I am using this as a platform because I am more committed to my, to me being self-expressed and being of service that I am, you know, garnering those likes and followers and that approval, which is so externally focused, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's so stupid. It's, and I don't mean anyone who thinks that way is stupid, but like when you really see such small minded thinking, to think mm -hmm. that way. But when you really op expand your thinking and being like, I'm using this platform to share to, to, this is my creative self-expression, ex you know, expressive platform. This is my way of being of service. Stories are my way of connecting with people. It's been the way of connecting with people for thousands of years. It's mm -hmm. not some, what I, what we're talking about right now, you guys, it's not some new concept. I just, right. <laughs> right. So if you, if it's all about your intention and how you choose to use it. How you yeah. choose to use the platform and you know anything, even on interviews. I've interviewed people on my podcast and I'm like, fuck, like, can you let people know a little bit about you? Like this is <laughs> this is weak. It's like you 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 have an opportunity, mm -hmm. right? You have an opportunity to use your voice all the time. Mm -hmm. Everything that you put out there is your opportunity to express yourself. Yeah. It's and such a good reminder too. I, I think you can get trapped in like post, post, post Instagram. I got to get this picture up. I got to get this, I got to get this post up. But when you really, like you said, when you really think of why are you even doing this, right? Like, why are you on Instagram? And, and when you, and I'm going to use your words, cause I love how you said it when you can commit to being of service and commit to being of value you know, not, I think not only does it make it easier for you to want to show up in post, but it makes it easier for you to want to tell your story and you have a place where you can tell your story. And it doesn't come from, like you said, the likes, the followers, the shares, the, the so-called vanity metrics, which are nice every now and then, right? But the root of that is the story that you're telling to other people. So, and this is something that we really <laughs> like drive home uh, to our community and uh, in the academy all the time is, yep. you know, like, what's the point? What are you doing? How we always say the selfies are nice. The pictures look great. The outfit is pretty, but like what, what's the value? Why, how are you helping people? What, what is the point of this? So, right. Or like what I always think about what did the people right. need to hear right now? Right. What's going mm -hmm. on inside of me? What, what is waiting to be expressed? Right, because your job as a content creator is to put words to the shit that people don't have the courage to say. Mm -hmm. That's it. So if you can kind of detach from like mm -hmm. needing the approval, the vanity metrics and all that, your writing, your videos, it would be so much more you, whoever that is. Yeah. You're going to lose yourself otherwise and all the bullshit and it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. it, none of it matters. Just be, be yourself, say what you want to say and keep it moving, you know? Yeah. Well, so appreciate this conversation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's also like, we need like, to, this is like a little session too for us. I feel like it's so good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say this. I do want to say that like, yes, there is a fine blend of, you got to have, you know, we're all creatives. I'm very creative. I get, I get, I'm, I'm very scattered. I deal with anxiety every single day. 
But the thing that has saved me the most is that I have strategy. I have structure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can either be one of two things. You can be a wildfire and fucking burn everything down, including <laughs> your soul. Or you can learn to harness that fire within you and, and be like a, a street lamp, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like one of those street lights. You know, the street lights, mm-hmm. it's, a very, it's a bright light, but it's very focused, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not asking you to not be creative. I'm asking you to be creatively strategic strategically mm-hmm. creative, right? You've got to have structure around your creativity. Yes. So it's like, oh, I just want to, I just want to paint. And I want to <laughs> put it on Instagram. Okay. That's great. And then you're like, I want to make money. Okay. So how do you turn this from a hobby into a business? How do you actually monetize what you're doing? And so, so many people come to me and I'm sure they come to you too. Super creative, no marketing skills, mm-hmm. no business skills. It's like, dude, we get it. Your skills are great, but it might help to invest in a business class, a marketing class, mm-hmm. a, a social media class. Like that's the stuff that, you know, uh, that oftentimes people come to me for, and I'm sure you teach in the academies, like you can have all the messaging and the, and the art and the talent and all that the passion, but you got to have structure to it. It's kind of like a budget, right? A lot of people don't like budgets. And I think that budgets give so much freedom because if you're just spending money left and right frivolously and you're like, where did my money go? And then you feel powerless. But if you have a budget and you live by your budget, then you know money coming in, money coming out, where are you allocating it? Where are you investing it? So just structure gives you freedom. Yeah. I love that. And so you touched a little bit on like knowing yourself, you know, and, and we found your, uh, part of your mission, which we loved was when you know yourself, you can be, do, and have anything you want. Mm-hmm. And how, in, especially with storytelling, like how, how do you get to that point? And it's silly to say, like, like you think you know yourself, but <laughs> maybe you don't. Right. Yeah. And it's like, so how do you make sure that you know who you are in order to be, do, and have what you want? Like, how do you get to that point? It's a great question. And it all boils down to knowing your core values. Mm. You have to know what is important to you. You have to know what's most important to you and what you value. What do you like? What do you not like? You have to get really, really uncomfortable with the demons in your head. Mm. We all have them. We yeah. all have that shadow side of us. We all have those voices in our head. And instead of trying to numb it by drinking a bottle of wine, instead of trying to keep striving more to like feel like if I only if I make this much more money, I'm going to feel better. No, like for me, what worked for me is that I had to learn how to get really comfortable feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. I have to, instead of trying to fix it, I had to sit with myself, right? And that was the beauty of me being in, in, on my recovery journeys. Like I had to learn how to really be with myself and be very comfortable and, 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 and really allow those feelings of inadequacy and uselessness. Because you have to understand, I got sober for the second time at the age of 37. It was a very hard pill for me to swallow. And I am so grateful for it because when you have focus, you have momentum, right? So I focused mm-hmm. this past year and a half on like really developing that relationship with myself, doing all the things that I said I needed to do, but I wasn't doing. The internal work, sitting with myself, emotional regulation, staying calm, keeping my energy centered right? Spending time in silence. How do you begin to know yourself is to stop, stop looking outwards and start turning everything inwards. Like it is no longer about him loving you, her not being your friend. Why can't it? It it has to be about you for a little bit before then you can turn that outwards and really shine your light. Get to know yourself so well that even if someone said something to you that you didn't like, you'd be like, you know what? I already know that about myself. Mm. Call me arrogant. I know I can come off as arrogant. Yeah. Call me, 
call me abrasive. I'm aware of that. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a little rough around my edges. Tell me something that I don't fucking know about myself. Go there. That's how I want people to get. Like, no matter what anybody says, and you don't have to accept it as the truth, but you're not phased by it. Yeah. It's like that episode. It's not that episode. It's not that scene of Eight Mile with Eminem at the very mm-hmm. end of the rap battle. Mm-hmm. I forget who he's rapping. Uh, the, the guy that he's battling, but Eminem goes, tell me something that I don't already know about myself, right? Because the rapper is like, oh, you're, you're white trash. You're this. You live in a trailer park. And Eminem's like, I already know that about myself. Right. <laughs> I'm white trash. So it's like getting to know yourself so well that you come to mm-hmm. peace with yourself, change what you don't like, accept mm-hmm. what you love, love, love the shit out of you. And if you don't mm-hmm. like something, be disciplined with yourself and change it. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's finding what works for you, learning to, you got to discipline yourself. Like I'm all for compassion, but like you need to have boundaries with yourself. We're always talking about having boundaries with everybody else. Mm-hmm. No, you need to have boundaries with yourself. We always talk about removing toxic people in your life. Right now, you're probably the most toxic person <laughs> in your life. With yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey there, this is Vasavi and my membership community, Real Rich, is the official sponsor of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Have you been looking for a community of people who get you, who think like you, and who are determined to becoming the person they were born to be? I'm talking no fluff, direct, real, and a raw community of people who are open-minded and willing to be honest with themselves and be the ultimate creators of their own life then I'm inviting you to join my subscription-based membership community, Real Rich, a community of women who are on a mission to get paid simply by showing up as their truest selves in business and in life. If you're looking for a community of women who you can turn to, seek insight from, and give back to, then try out the Real Rich community because it is time to be you and get paid. Learn more by heading over to vasavikumar.com forward slash membership. Here's to you being real rich. One thing that has been like a common thread right now in in our academy um, with some of our members is feeling stuck, especially in light of Black Lives Matter and this pandemic is A, how do I show up and tell my story and not offend people? But B, I also have so much going on, but I still want to show up, but I still have so much going on Mm -hmm. and I'm anxious. And, and what we've been telling a few of our members, and that's what I'm pointing my story. I'm so happy that you touched on this is like taking a break, like step away and you have to know who you are. (laughs) Like you have to know the point first of why you're even going to tell this story, the story that you want to tell. Like if, if you're not comfortable with yourself, if you don't know the message you want to share, if you're listening too much to the outside chatter and what's going on, you cannot show up effectively, not even for other people, but for yourself. So we've been recommending for, for a lot of our members is like, girl, take some time off, like take a break and just get good with yourself. Like it's okay. Instagram will be there. It will social media will be there, but you have to take care of the mm. like you said today that there are being for today boundaries and inner work <laughs> like that yes. that okay. has to be done, especially in a time when the world is like a dumpster <laughs> fire. We have to really yes. make sure that that we're okay, especially if we're in the business of serving other people, because it'll show if you're not right with yourself and you're trying to help other people yeah. like 
you you mm. can you can smell that a mile away. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love the the theme throughout this conversation. It's really been like letting go of the external, like all the all the external things, the the likes, those external things that we chase mm-hmm. after in order to feel validation or, you know, but like showing up for yourself first. I, I just really appreciate that message and just want to, yeah, like applaud that and give all the, all the snaps. All the snaps. All the snaps. <laughs> <laughs> So let's shift a little bit. Um, you know, we serve multi-passionate women. So women who are juggling multiple roles, multiple, multiple jobs, businesses. Um, and you're, we want to talk about your community, mind your own business. And we know it's about helping to helping women to feel good, right. And, and do that meaningful work. Um, how can you maybe, or what advice can you apply to our community of multi-passionate women on how to feel good and, and do that meaningful work but you also have like a lot of other things <laughs> going yeah. on. Maybe you have two jobs. You're, you're working full time and you're running a business and you're a mom and you're a wife and you have a dog and you want a social mm-hmm. life. And it's like, oh my goodness, but I want to help others too. And I want to do meaningful work. Like how can we show up as multi- multi-passionate women to do that? I would say, so if you notice, I don't say create mm-hmm. meaningful work and feel good. I say feel good and create meaningful work. Cause if you feel like shit, you're not creating, you're creating shit, right? If you mm-hmm. feel like shit, you're going to create shit. I'm sorry. You may, it may look somewhat good on the outside, but you're not going to feel good. Like you can feel good and create meaningful work. One does not have to be sacrificed. So the first thing I would say is like, move your body every day, right? Like the shit that we see, like they're memes for days, wake up a few minutes early, spend some time in reflection, pray to God, go for a walk, drink water, take your vitamins, just have it be about you. You have to get yourself right. Mm-hmm you have to get your energy in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a good state. So you're not like a wildfire. You have to. Like if that is, if, if you spend, if you at least even have 20 minutes of dedicated time for you in the morning before your kids, before your husband, before whatever, your wife, whatever, and you take care of yourself, but you are so intentional and focused on those 20 minutes to get yourself right, that will carry you throughout the day. Then if you take breaks throughout the day, you know, to reset yourself, which I'm constantly doing because I'm a sponge and I like, you know, even, even like even today, I have five podcast interviews. I, I, oh I have 30 minutes in between all of them because wow. I'm outputting a lot of energy right now. So yeah. I have to reset, get to a calm state. The other thing I would say is really look at your priorities. Does every single thing on your calendar actually bring you joy? Why are you doing all the, like, it should not be, it should not be a half-assed thing. And listen, I get that there are things that you don't want to do, right? So mm-hmm. I used to love grocery shopping. I I I just don't like going anymore because like, I just, I just, it's just too much. And so it's like, (laughs) you know, I order my groceries now. Like, what can you delegate? What can you use technology for? Right? Like, Mm -hmm. just look at how can I, if you don't like, look at all the things that you don't like, Mm -hmm. even if you're like, I don't know what I want. Well, look at what you don't want. Currently map out your calendar, look at all your 80 million to do things and ask (laughs) yourself, what can I delegate? What can I let go of? Is this absolutely urgent right now? Because like, First of all, not everyone's urgency is your emergency. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you have to start setting boundaries with yourself. You do not need to be superwoman. You have to take a look at everything that you have on your calendar and be like, this doesn't bring me joy. This doesn't bring me joy. This doesn't bring me joy. And I understand that we have commitments and priorities and things that we, uh, we say we are going to do. And I'm not telling you to say fuck everything, but I'm just asking <laughs> you to really be more mindful before you say yes, before mm-hmm. you take it on. I also want to say that money is energy Mm -hmm. and any money that you invest in 
growing your business or helping you in your personal life will come back to you tenfold because of the fact that if you are sitting here trying to do it all alone, it's just going to make you feel more scattered and burnt out. So, and I, I do walk my talk. And so I want to share uh, two of the biggest investments that I made this year, especially with quarantine. My 38th birthday was in May. You know, I don't get my ass up and work out unless I'm paying somebody. So I, <laughs> I hired a personal trainer, best mm-hmm. 750 bucks I spent every month. And, um, I also hired a team, a virtual assistant team. And I love, and like, they've done everything on the back end, like everything, like everything is streamlined. I mean, like, I love that. I pay nine fifty a month. Now for someone listening, they might be like, boss, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. That, that, that's not, that, that's like two car payments for me right there. My car payments are like five something, mm-hmm. you know, a month. And so but here's what I will tell you that the minute I hired them, I immediately felt a relief and mm-hmm. I've had them for two months now. And I can't even tell you how much extra time and space I have for me to do the things that are really in my zone of genius. Yeah. I will say this though, if you're just starting out in your business, um, one, of the th- one of the mistakes that I made that I want to share is like, so I've been in business for 10 years. I hired way too soon. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate in my business that I learned, I was, like my, I was like a technician in my business. I did everything. I was the secretary. <laughs> I was the billing person. I was the book, the book, you know, I was the bookkeeper. Yeah. I, was, I, I pitched myself to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just when it starts, it starts to get complicated when we start to compare ourselves, when we have bright, shiny object syndrome, when we're on this hamster wheel, we're like, I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. Listen, if you want to make money get a simple website, or create, treat your Instagram profile like a business, have a simple landing page, have some sort of fee structure and have a place to process payments. That's it. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's not that hard in 2020 to make money. Like stop fucking complicating shit. You're like, I don't know what to put for content. Look at Sunday through Monday. What are the pillars of your business? Mm-hmm. What are your main core, your core message, your core values? What are some <laughs> of the biggest struggles of your clients and audience? <laughs> create images, put a photo of you, shoot a video, IGTV. Like it's that fucking simple. Stop <laughs> overcomplicating. Like listen, like literally if you saw my marketing calendar right now, Sunday, solo podcast episode, send an email out. Monday, photo of Vasavi with the caption. Tuesday, IGTV. Wednesday, photo with the caption, like an image with a quote and a caption. Thursday, podcast episode. Friday, we promote the podcast episode with a quote. Saturday, free for all. I do whatever the fuck I want on Saturday, right? I'll do, I'll do whatever. That's yeah. it. And every month is a theme for me. I hated this. I resisted this structure so much. I hated it because I like, I'm not being creative. Like, no, I'm actually more creative now because I have structure. Yes. Yes. This month is like, yeah, like this month is intuition. Next month is focus. November Mm -hmm. is creativity. So it's like, dude, get it together. Like stop (laughs) trying to, like you're sabotaging yourself and you're not stuck. You're just unwilling to do the things Mm. that are painful. I mean, amen. Vasavi, you, first of all, just like taught our academy. I was going to say, okay, we have (laughs) imposter syndrome. We have saying no, we have strategy. We have content for days. Mission statement, like like Showing up your ideal audience. Yes, ideal audience. You taught it all. Um, And also (laughs) you're you're speaking to my heart here because I've not been to the grocery store since uh, 2018 of October. No, no. I've been using Instacart because I hate grocery shopping with a passion. So I, I know that is a privilege to get my groceries ordered. Um, I also ordered, uh, have house cleaners because that is something I dread and I will, I just can't <laughs> spend the time to do it. And I will nitpick if my fiance does it. So I'm like, how can we solve this problem for everyone? Okay, so just 
let someone else get somebody else to do it. Yes. Let someone else do it. So you're really speaking to my heart here and really looking at that calendar and saying like, what, what are you dreading doing? What do you not like doing? And if you can Mm -hmm. delegate, like when I tell you, just like (laughs) groceries done to spend money on yourself. You're not a loser. You're not pathetic. You're not lazy for out, out, you know, outsourcing stuff. Just you got to stay in your lane, your zone of genius. It's okay to, it's okay to, it's okay to do all the things first, right? Like, so when I hired this team, we spent a, we had a two hour call. I, at that point I'd been editing all my podcasts myself. I created Mm -hmm. all the graphic images. I did all of that. So I was able to literally tell them step-by-step, this is what we need to do. (laughs) They documented it. Now they did it. So like, do know how you want things to run. Do not let Mm -hmm. someone come in and be like, you should do this. You should do this. That's why you have to know yourself. Cause when you know mm-hmm. yourself, then you know how you want things to look. You want, yeah. so you got to know that you got to find your own SOP, your own standard operating procedure, and then you can outsource it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's what I Creating would say. Systems ladies. We just yes. talked about this. Yeah. Stop having like 80 million offers. Give people like, yes. listen, Thank have you. some, have some way to get to know them. Have, you know, some sort of discovery call, whatever, some consultation, a form, give them two options, right? One should be like an entryway into a higher level, le- level, uh, you know, a service that you have. So I have a uh, 45 minute, $77 thing. And that is just an entryway into my other two services. You either join Mm -hmm. my membership community or you do a VIP day with me. Everything Mm -hmm. has to have strategy. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're just flying by the seat of your fucking pants. And you're like, what am I doing? Everything Mm -hmm. has to have a strategy. What are you doing? And I think women are really afraid to be focused. Mm -hmm. They're very afraid to be focused. They're very afraid to be clear and direct because we are trained to be wishy-washy. We are trained to tiptoe. We are trained Mm -hmm. to be damsels in distress and rely on a man to take care of us. Like get your fucking shit together. You owe it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Get it together. Yes. I'm going to listen to this. Yes. So much. (laughs) Over and so over. much. And I'm so excited about it. Yeah. No, this is like everything that we have, that we, we've been saying, but it's rolled up into a nice, clean, concise, but you're just like speaking to our hearts right and, now. And I'm saying this as a recovered addict and alcoholic yes. and as a licensed therapist and mindset coach, I think honestly, the reason why people can absorb what I say a lot easier, if I wasn't like, yes, I have the credentials, but I think what really how I get through to pay people is through sharing my story, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm an Ivy League educated social worker. Like, no, I've been through some shit and I had to get my shit together. So I'm saying yeah. this from personal experience as someone who has played the damsel in distress, who said, I don't know, I'm stuck. It's like, no, I'm not stuck. I just refuse to be focused because <laughs> I'm stuck. Because mm-hmm. as long as I'm stuck, I don't have to take action, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, so, there it is. Hence the importance of telling your story, owning your story, knowing enough of who you are in order to be able to show up for others that you want to serve. Yes, we, uh, you know, we get rewarded to, you know, being helpless, you know, and I, I I say that like I was a, I was the helpless child growing up. I was the, (laughs) the one who needed the most support. And I really benefited from that because as long as I was the helpless child, I got all my daddy's attention. So so I I became a helpless adult woman, right? Mm -hmm. So we have certain behavioral patterns that we have to really look at where does this come from? Where, yeah. Why am I acting this way? Why am I acting this way? Like really get to know, like, because that's not you. That's not yes. who you are. You are a powerful woman. You have been trained to think that you're powerless and you're not. You're literally the only thing in your own way. Mm-hmm. So. Love it. Well, before we round out, uh, we just want to know if you have, like what would be your number one piece of mindset advice for women growing a brand online and who are storytelling in the the social media space? 
I would say if you feel like you shouldn't share it, you probably should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so liberating. It's so liberating to just, you're just that you're just more of who who you are. And then you'll really see people who want to work with you for you versus Mm -hmm. this fucking bright, shiny, perfect Instagram feed. I don't have a perfect feed. I don't give a shit. I just be more of you. Then you'll see. It's like when you're dating a guy, right? (laughs) You can either put on the front like, oh, I'm this girl that's going to fuck around. And like, I'm just the cool girl. Like, no, I'm not the cool girl at all. I was never cool. I never wanted to be like anybody else but myself. But the more you you are, the more mm-hmm. you that you are, the more you will you will attract people who want the that mm-hmm. newness. Not just some like, oh, she's gonna make my life look perfect. Like I'm not gonna make your life look perfect, but I'll have right. you have a really good relationship, an honest relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And isn't that worth something? You know what I mean? So it's like just be more of you. If you think you shouldn't share it, you probably should. Mm-hmm. Such advice. Yeah. One one more thing. Yeah, please. <laughs> Do not go get advice from people who have not done inner work on themselves, who are not honest with themselves, and mm-hmm. who are not willing to put themselves out there themselves. Do not ask advice from your 85-year-old grandmother, I'm sorry, who maybe is like really like backwards in her thinking, or from your mom, or, your, or from, your, from your friends whose idea of a good time is just getting drunk on a Friday, mm-hmm. who, you know what I mean, or just fucking, like, don't. Like, get yeah. help from somebody who's been there, done that, period. Yeah who's going to be your boost of confidence is going to be like, go do it. Not someone who's going to be like, are you, are you sure you want to do that? Right. Like, no, you don't need to <laughs> that energy in your life. You don't. That's a, you're, you already have enough of that in your head. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're already the most toxic person in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. If you got some golden nuggets from today's episode, which I have no doubt you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a heartfelt review. Want to take my free quiz on how well do you really know yourself? Head on over to vasavikumar.com forward slash take the quiz. And remember, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and create anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.